Well, welcome once again. This is Jay Hurt. Welcome to New Life 313 Ministries. This is the Life of Excellence program. I'm excited to be with you today. I'm excited to share this word that God has showed me this morning that I can minister to you and uplift you. Right now, would you do me a favor? Would you be an evangelist? Would you be an evangelist with us? Would you call somebody, text somebody, email somebody, uh, send, uh, you know, uh, a carrier pigeon? <laughs> and let them know that New Life 313 is live right now, right here at newlife313.life. Later on, this program will be in the archives. It'll be on the YouTube channel, the Gab TV channel. So you can view it then. But if you're viewing live, thank you for tuning in. Before I get started, I want to say to you, we appreciate you partnering with us today on this program. And those of you who partner with us each and every month, we are thankful for you. See, partnership is a bridge. It is a bridge that's columns and foundations are on faith, hope, love, strength, and assurity. But partnership is more than just money. It's about steadfastness in prayer and love and encouragement. It, it's a bridge that connects both prayer and finances and in between is all of the possibilities we can do together for the Bible says two are better than one and great is the reward of their labor so I pray that you'll take time and pray about becoming a partner with New Life 313 ministry take one year and just see what God will do for you and you'll have a testimony like our other hero partners and for everyone who takes the challenge and partners with New Life 313 Ministries, we have a special book that we want to send you. All you have to do, go to newlife313.life, click on the, the button there, the connect button, go into our site and say, I want to be a hero partner. We love and appreciate you so much. Well, today I want to get started talking to you about something that is close to my heart, and it's about mentoring. You know, if there ever was a day that we need to mentor people, it's today. In fact, I have a message that I put together many years ago, and I was looking over it, and I thought, you know what, Lord, that is a good message on mentoring. Why haven't I preached that? I, I preached it one time. But I want to talk to you today about pass it along. You know, we ha are living in a day where we're passing a lot of things along, but unfortunately, they're not good things. They're things that will hurt people, break people bring them down, uh, things that will cause people to be uh, discouraged instead of encouraged and also cause people to go into sin. And see, a lot of ministers today don't want to talk about sin. That's another message. But sin is still real, and it still sends you to hell, and it still separates you from God. And you could say, well, I only did this, and I only do that, and it's okay because this church is open and affirming, or this church believes in that. Well, but what does the Word of God believe? What does the Word of God say? That's why today we need some good, godly mentors to mentor men and women, young people, and even older people who may have not spent a lot of time in church. Let me pray for you, and then we're going to start this lesson, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone that is tuning in today, and I thank you for everyone that is being an evangelist with us today, that we can get this message out <laughs> and minister to people, minister to their lives, and minister to their spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to go with me, if you will, if you can, if you're riding in the car, or don't take your hands off the wheel, if you're riding in the car, or you're at work and you're listening on your phone, of course I understand, but if you are on your lunch break, turn to Hebrews eleven seventeen. 
And it says this, I love this. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promise was about to sacrifice his, his one and only son. Even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God would raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in the regard of their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions about his bones. By faith, hallelujah, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were afraid of the king's decree. Now, in these verses, we read about a constant theme. There's a constant theme going through these verses. One, passing the blessing on. Two, and the understanding of God giving to the children the qualities and the abilities and the strengths and the blessings of the previous generation. That's why it says right here, verse 20, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. See, when you pass it along, Isaac received the blessing from Abraham. Abraham, in turn, blessed Isaac, and Isaac, in turn, began to bless Jacob and Esau. Even though Jacob was the younger, he got the firstborn inheritance. We won't go into that story, but it, 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 you know, his name meant supplanter or deceiver, but God changed it to the prince. And see, so many of us pass down things to our children. Some of us pass down bad habits. There are some children that are raised in, 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 in environments that no child should ever see, no child should ever hear. But because of what their parents were raised in, or more likely their parents, it might have skipped a generation, and that child that's in that horrible situation, their parents may have been attacked by a spirit from generations prior. See, beloved of God, we need to pass along the power of God, the power of anointing, the power of mentorship. Right now, children are being inundated with falsehoods, lies, sin. They're, 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 they're having story time with men in dresses and makeup, and, and people act like it's normal. Ask yourself this question. Why is it that the LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, the alphabet community, like I like to refer to them, why is it that they make up about, according to a survey a year, a little over a year ago, only 4.5% of the whole United States, you add their family in, maybe about 7%. 7% of the United States. Why is it that the media and, 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 and the government are pushing their agenda, giving a whole month of pride? Giving, giving, giving them airtime on cartoons to promote their, their sinful lifestyle. Why don't we give the adulterers and the fornicators and the drug addicts and the alcoholics their own pride month? Because they make up a small majority. But why don't we celebrate them too? Because it's not convenient. It's about controlling the narrative. 20 years ago, you would have never seen so many government officials standing up saying, we need to allow men who identify as girls to participate in girls' sport, or vice versa. But it's an agenda to destroy a generation, 
of young men and women. Now, don't get me wrong. I love everyone, and we preach. We don't care what you did, when you did it, how you did it, why you did it, where you did it, and who you did it with. We preach. All we care about is that you accept Jesus Christ now. Hallelujah. Ask for forgiveness and start living your life right. See, you can't pick and choose the verses in the Bible that just fit your agenda. Now, that's a whole different message on, on setting up your own idols so that you don't have to submit to any God. But I'm trying to explain passing it along instead of passing good things we're trying to teach our children critical race theory which is basically reverse racism and beloved of god we're trying to teach them all these things that are completely ungodly that 25 years ago we would have not allowed but because the church has become complacent yes the church we the body of christ have become complacent and we thought, well, God, we'll just pray this way. No, we have to get involved. We have to get involved in our school boards. We have to get involved in our, our, our local uh, city governments and our state governments. We have to get involved with our children once again. It's not enough just to go to the baseball team or the, the basketball team or, or go to a PTA meeting. I, I guess I'm, I, don't, I don't know if there's still PTA meetings or not. I, I might be dating myself. But for the love of God, we need to get involved. See, when Abraham offered up Isaac, he received him back. Now, I, don't, I know Isaac was like, what, what's going on? But it says that Isaac laid down and he was going to be sacrificed. But because of the, the character of Abraham, in fact, the word of God says that God even called Abraham his friend. Because of the character of Abraham, Isaac was able to pass down a blessing to Jacob and Esau. And then Jacob, though he got the firstborn right and he was not the firstborn, he was able, <coughs> excuse me, to pass it down to his sons. See, the Bible says, if any provide not for his own and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Beloved of God, we need to pass it along that Jesus is still Lord. Jesus was born of a virgin birth. Jesus preached for three and a half years. Jesus gave his life, sacrificed, brutally murdered, and Jesus rose again. We've got to come to the fact that Jesus said, I must go away, or the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to say, the Holy Spirit will not come. See, God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. But sometimes our sins condemn us. And when they do, we need somebody to teach us why we're feeling this way. See, they're trying to corrupt the mindset of people right now. Right now, there is a generation that says they don't know if they believe in God or if there is a God. Even a part of them said, right now, I don't even care if there is a God. But oh, let the rapture happen. Let all hell break loose. They'll start caring there's a God. But we need to teach our children now. You know, there was a song back in the day, and it said, teach the children well. You know, and, and, and it talks about teaching our children. But what are we teaching them? What are we mentoring to each other? You men that were maybe caught in drug addiction and you were in the church, or maybe, maybe you were a leader, lady, and you were caught in uh, adultery, or maybe you're a pastor and you were caught in a, a fornication, or, or maybe, maybe you, you, you have an addiction to something, or maybe you're a closet homosexual and you're in the church and you, 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 you do your sin and, and, and you think, I don't want anybody to uh, uh, see what I'm doing. You need to be set free so you can mentor people on how to be set free. 
how how do we learn except there be a preacher and how does he preach except he be sent get yourself free get yourself delivered seek somebody to mentor you see we're afraid to have mentors because we're afraid that if we reveal something and sorry to say most time it's true because we live in a facebook life we, we, we feel like we share something with somebody that they wouldn't be able to help us. They would go out and gossip. In fact, it reminds me, many years ago, there was a, a very well-known minister, and he was struggling with some things. And, and it came out, and it, and it hurt his ministry pretty bad. But someone said that as they talked to him, he said something so powerful. He said, who was I going to turn to? My ministry was at such a level that whoever I turned to I didn't know if I could trust them. They would start getting on the phone saying, well, we need to pray for so-and-so. We need to pray for... And before I know it, he said, it would have been out. He said, so I tried to hide it. He said, I tried to talk to God, and I tried to deal with it on my own. See, sometimes there are things that we can't deal with on our own. We need a mentor. We, need, we, we have Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit. We have God the Father, but we need a mentor. Now, see, every person that calls themselves a Christian must make it our goal to pass from one generation to another the blessings that God has showed us, the healings, the deliverances, and the freedoms. Now, mentorship is this. It refers to the development relationship between a more experienced person, a mentor, and a less experienced partner, and we refer to them as a protege or a mentee. And there are two types of mentoring mentorship relationships excuse me there's the formal and the informal now the informal is a relationship developed on their own between people hey how are you doing oh i'm doing and you build up a relationship but a formal mentoring is on the other hand refers to assigning a relationship with someone see i love to mentor ministers i love to pour into them in fact, I try every week, there's, there's a group that I try to send a scripture to every week, not because I'm better than, not because I've been in the ministry longer than them, not because I think I've got it all, no, but it's something inside me, I want to encourage that group of people. I've been doing it for years. I want to encourage them. That is my part of mentorship. When was the last time you sent a scripture to somebody? When was the last time you just sent an encouraging word? See, some people say, well, you know, until somebody mentors me, I'm not going to be mentoring. Well, thank God you have that attitude. But, you know, why don't you have a mentor? Is it because you think you know it all? See, mentoring doesn't mean you know it all, but mentoring means this. I can speak something into your life that you hadn't thought about before that would encourage you and bless you. See, that's what mentoring is about. Look what it says. To a well-designed formal mentoring programs... These are programs that have goals, schedule, training, which is for the mentors and the protege, and even evaluations of how the relationship is going. Mentors should inspire the protege or the mentee to follow their dreams, but in a godly fashion. See, what did it say? And by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. And then what happened? By faith, when he was dying, Jacob blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped. See, beloved of God, we need to pass along the power of God's word. We need to pass along the power of moral clarity. We live in a time that is not moral clarity. 
We live in a time where people want to live the way they want to live, talk the way they want to talk, uh, walk the way they want to walk, and do what they want to do. And they say, it's about me. No, it is not about you. It's about your children and your children's children. Now, I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come very soon. I believe when he comes, it's going to be suddenly. I believe in pre-trib, which is, I believe that prior to the main part of the tribulation, we are going to get out of here. That's how I believe. And beloved of God, I don't want to leave without trying to take everybody with me. I don't want to leave without trying to take somebody else to heaven with me. What is your goal? See, right now the world is trying to take people to hell. But what they call it is progressivism. They talk about climate change being the most important thing that we're facing in the world. That's a lie. The climate is fine. We have only seen one degree uh, difference in the last 50 years. They're lying to you. They say that everybody ought to have the freedom to do what they want. Well, that's what Paul said. Paul said, and they will become lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. They, they, but that's progressivism to let a man traipse around in a dress or a woman to mutilate her body so she can be more like a man. That is a spirit of the devil. And beloved of God, as Christians, if you support that lifestyle, you need to repent. That lifestyle is rejected by God. Right now, a man was told that he has to pay so much a month so that his ex-wife can transition their little boy into a girl. She's mental. She has a mental capacity that is broken. Somewhere in her life, somebody hurt her, and she thinks that her son would be better off as a girl. Beloved of God, hallelujah, we are in a sad time, but it is the greatest time in the world to be a mentor of God's house. Look what it says in Exodus 18.20. Teach them the decrees and the laws, and show them the way to live and the duties they are to perform. Every Christian should be passing down to the other Christians what they're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Not in dogmaticness, not in doctrine of man, but in the word of God. See, Jesus himself was a mentor. Jesus himself took 12 men and began to mentor them. Those 12 men, hallelujah, had a hand in reaching another 70 that went out. And after Jesus died, that thing broke out. In one day, 3,000 was added to the church. In one day. Can you imagine? That's mentoring. They would sit them down. I love the epistles of the, uh, 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 of, uh, the Apostle Paul. It said that he would sit down and explain to him the scriptures. Explain to them the scriptures. In Acts the 8th chapter, Philip, hallelujah, was uh, 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 next to a eunuch of the king's uh, queen's house. And he was reading the book of Isaiah. And he said, has anyone explained this to you? He said, I have no one to teach me. He said, let me teach you. And he taught him. He sat there and he explained. He mentored him for those few moments. Glory to God. God wants to mentor you. God wants to send somebody to encourage you. See, why do we have so many cults that they base a lot of their stuff on the Bible and draw people away and confuse them and they all end up dying or losing their their self-worth? It's because it becomes about self. Mentoring is not about self. Mentoring is about encouraging someone else in the word of God. See, we have a lot of mentors. And in fact, there's a very famous actor. And this actor said, you know, I owe a lot to my character, to my, my, my parents, but also I owe a lot to the Boys Club of America. They taught me values. Now today, I don't know what the Boys and Girls Club of America teach, but I'm sure it's not the values of that, that uh, movie star's generation. And that movie star, he, he, he said, you know, they, they, they taught me values. They taught me character. 
who's teaching you today? And better yet, what are you teaching others? Are you teaching them to read their word every day? Just one scripture a day can help you. Are you teaching them to pray and seek God before they make decisions? See, my kids, you know, all of our kids, you know, they're they're blessed uh, during all this silliness of this 99.96 recovery flu rate that we it was the worst thing in the world that ever happened. Well, beloved of God, it's come out that it's all false, isn't it? See, they mentored us into sequestering to shelter in place. They mentored us into masks. They mentored us that we need the vaccine. But beloved God, look at the uh, quit listen to the news and do your own research and you'll find out that they lied. It's all a lie. It's because about control. Mentoring should never be about control. It should be about building someone up. And you know, beloved God, that's what we need to do. Now, our kids, as I was saying, they have been blessed through all this. We prayed for them, and we just constantly kept pumping the Word of God into them, the Word of God, encouraging them and strengthening them. No matter what they would deal with, we would tell them. And all of our children, praise God, all five of them, God has blessed and increased them during this time and their spouses and we're thankful for that that doesn't mean that we're better than anybody it just means that we took the choice during this time of negativity to be positive a mentor should be positive a mentor should be encouraging a mentor should be inspiring a mentor should be prayerful and a mentor should be one of study of the word of god See, Paul took Timothy and taught him. Paul took Priscilla and Aquila and taught them. Paul took Titus and taught them. And, and see, beloved of God, so many of us, we forget that we are on this earth to encourage. We're not there to replace the pastor or the church. We're there to, hallelujah, build on the foundation of the pastor and the church. See, I've had some mentors. They've come in. They started mentoring young men and young ladies. But it was all about them. They would each actually say, well, I know the pastor said this, but really this is what the Bible says. And you should listen to me because I study it a little bit more than I think the pastor does and cause division. If a mentor causes division, they should be removed immediately. But my question is today, what are you doing to pass on the generation of blessing? What are you doing to pass on the generation of victory? What are you doing to pass on the generation of right from wrong according to the Bible? You say, well, I don't believe in the Bible. Well, you got to believe in something. You've got to believe in something. What do you believe in? Do you believe in the progressive movement? Are you one of those open and affirming Christians? If you are, you're going to have to talk to God about that because you're going against everything God's Word says. Now, mentors aren't perfect. They will make mistakes, but they should strive to make sure that what they're pouring into people's lives is not a generational curse, is not something come from them. Why do you think pedophiles molest other kids? It's because somewhere in their life they were molested and that's what they're doing. They're passing that destruction down. It's a spirit that is passing it down. A mentor should be someone who is like-minded with God. A mentor should be someone who is strong in the faith. A mentor should be someone, I'm talking about Christian mentors, who is strong in the study. And when you pour into people, you not only tell them things, talk to them, but you listen. See, when Nicodemus came to Jesus at night, Jesus listened. He listened to his input. So many mentors think, I'm the teacher, you're the student, hush. No, 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 no. We need to listen to those who are, we are mentoring. Let me leave you with this scripture. It says in Titus 2.7, 
in everything set them as an example by doing what is good in your teaching show integrity and seriousness my friend if you need a mentor today I pray go to your church talk to your local pastor talk to your local leaders and say I need someone to mentor me maybe you want to know more about miracles I need somebody to mentor me maybe you want to know more about the Holy Ghost I need somebody to mentor me but don't get a novice somebody that's just saved somebody that you and them just got saved together no you both need a, a strong spiritual mentor now if you want to be a mentor go to your pastor go to your leaders and say I would like to mentor people maybe maybe you came out of a life of addiction and you know what it's about you know the seriousness of it and you want to help somebody else out of that go to your pastor go to your leadership and ask them to pray that you can start a mentor program see it is time to pass on the goodness of God the faith of God the strength of God the anointing of God it, it is time to begin to instill in our children what is r truly right and wrong it is time to teach our young adults our 20-somethings our, our what God is truly doing God loves them yes he does God loves you homosexual God loves you drug addict you 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 that have been caught in adultery more than once God loves you you that that have failed in, in, in fulfilling the call in your ministry God loves you but he needs us all to repent it says hallelujah the Word of God says at one time God winked at men's ignorance but now calls all unto repentance beloved of God God wants us to be godly mentors he wants us to pass it on pass on the love the strength and the testimony of what God has done would you be a mentor with me today would you be someone who will tell the world I know you're living in sin but it's all right Jesus will forgive your sins come out from amongst them and be you separate saith the Lord of hosts I want to pray with you today I want to encourage you in this be a mentor of faith be a mentor of strength and I know God will bless you I'm so glad you've joined us with us today Heavenly Father I pray God right now in the mighty name of Jesus I pray God for every person Lord that one that needs healing in their body right now heal them in the name of Jesus that one that God has been struggling in their life and God they have failed maybe they were a mentor but God they made a mistake God I want you to restore them for Lord Jesus you said in the book of Matthew restore your brother restore them oh glory to God father I pray over them and I speak victory and hope and I speak strength in their life in Jesus name amen what an honor it was to be with you today i hope and pray you were blessed by this lesson connect with us right there at newlife313.life connect with us you can connect through, uh, with us through email you can connect through us uh, to us uh, with text or 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 hallelujah through snail mail you can also join our e-letter list every week we see now send out an e-letter there's right there in the connect site of a new life 313 it says connect and you can just text the word new life to 22828 and he'll connect you and you can begin to receive our e-letter until next time i want you to know that this is new life 313 ministries and because of you we are rebuilding lives restoring hope renewing vision and you have purpose god bless